Hello and welcome to the Win Win Effect podcast with your host, Chris Ross. This is the show for anyone that wants to drive productivity and maximize potential in any industry. Let's take a moment. Have you ever wondered about the psychology behind the persuasive marketing driving you to take action, sometimes on products you never thought people would buy? Well, that's just what makes this podcast stand out from the others. On these episodes, Chris will break down proven strategies that his companies use to respectably enroll prospective students into the correct programs to achieve overall business success and fulfillment in life. You will get a rare centralized look into both sides of the buyer-seller relationships that I'm sure anyone tuning in will receive massive value from to implement instantly. There are huge quantities of informational material from companies just trying to sell products, but not many giving you the right information on how to build companies from solid foundations, focusing on customers actually winning as the outcome. The Win-Win Effect podcast is a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration in business. Time is the only non-renewable resource in life. So with this podcast, the outcome is designed to bring you value, to make it worth your time. Happy Money Monday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. This is Chris Ross. To catch everyone back up to speed, in our last episode... Wes Bays and I discussed a deeper level of understanding on emotional intelligence. Also, why it's not only crucial for the seller, it's a significant factor for the buyer to know to gain much-needed clarity. How many of you out there took the time to reflect on some of the things that we shared on the previous episode? If you did, you're investing your time wisely with listening to today's episode. Before me exposing what I have in store for you today, I want you to think about something for a second. Every moment of every day, whether you realize it or not, you're making a decision on how you spend your time, on what you think is important for you to pay your attention to, or where you direct your energy. There's an infinite number of things you could be doing, but right now, you're choosing to be here listening to me, and for that, thank you. Maybe in a minute, you decide you need a cup of coffee because you aren't that interested in what I'm saying, or maybe... You look down at your phone and realize someone messaged you and you think that it's more important for you to respond at that moment and you choose to stop listening. Stay with me here. I'm just using an analogy to make my point. When those things happen, you're making a simple value decision that your phone or your coffee addiction is more valuable to you than this podcast. So what just happened? Your values are constantly reflected in a way you choose to behave. And I'm going to prove it in today's episode. So who's ready to learn more about emotional intelligence than you ever thought you would ever learn? Before we kick this up a couple notches and dive right in, take the time and click on the link in the description box where you will find show notes and any kind of offers that we mentioned in today's episode. Just to let you know, anything that we offer will be free and no charge to you. This is our way of showing our appreciation to everyone out there that tunes in for our podcast. All right. Is everyone ready? Let's dive right in. Now that I got through the introduction, 
Let's cut the bullshit and let's get right to the point, shall we? Listen, many of us state values we wish we had as a way to cover up the values we actually have. What does that mean? It means our aspirations can often become another form of avoidance. Instead of facing who we really are, we lose ourselves and who we wish to become. Basically, we lie to ourselves because we don't like some of our own values that we currently possess, and we therefore don't like a part of ourselves because of it. Let's be real. We don't want to admit we have certain values that we wish we had other values, and it's a discrepancy between self-perception and reality that usually gets us into all sorts of trouble, and that's where the limiting beliefs and bullshit start. Each and every person on this planet has different values, and they are extensions of yourself. They are what defines you. What we tell ourselves is what we believe. We often limit ourselves by deciding what we can't do something before we even try. These are limiting beliefs that may lead us to ask yourselves, why bother? Why am I even doing this in the first place? Why am I listening to this podcast? Why am I trying to be a top performer when I know that I'm mediocre? When we do this, we are effectively telling ourselves the answer is no before we can even ask the question. And when we do that, we stopped our growth and our path to success. And I'm not even going to ask the question, who all does this? Because we all do it, even myself included. I still have negative days where I talk to myself and it's usually talking myself out of something that I was going to do. And I probably would have been successful if I would have pushed through that negative bullshit that I was telling myself. Forgive me if you don't like all the real talk and using the four letter words, but I'm speaking from the heart here. So how does this pertain to emotional intelligence when you're trying to work with a buyer? Or if you're a buyer and you're trying to work with a company and trying to enroll into a program, product or service, whatever you're trying to do, I'm trying to educate both sides of the buyer-seller relationships. The first step to being able to accomplish anything you ever wanted to, doesn't matter what side of the spectrum you're on, is you have to know what you're feeling. At first, once you actually pay attention to how you feel, there's a good chance it's going to freak you out a little bit. I don't give a shit if you're a buyer or a seller. If you want to be a really good salesperson, understand your own feelings first before you can even try to get on a phone or get face-to-face with a potential customer and try to convince them to do something they don't want to do in the first place. The next step to freedom and your path to success is knowing your own emotional bullshit you tell yourself. How many of you out there, and I know it's all of you, have a pet peeve? Something that you do not put up with and it literally feels like someone is scratching on a freaking chalkboard. Remember the old ones back in the day and taking your nails and all the way down? It's a pet peeve. One of mine is someone cutting me off before I actually get across the point that I'm trying to communicate. And it's not the other person's fault. It's my fault because I haven't worked on myself enough to realize that I need to hold my attention because someone cuts me off and I lose my train of thought, it's going to take me a while to remember what the hell I was talking about in the first place. I hope this makes sense. If you're listening to this, I want you to write this down. Here's how you can sharpen on a skill set and being more emotional intelligent. Learn how to channel your own emotions. People who believe that they can control their emotions are lying to you. 
What they're not telling you is they learned how to direct their thoughts into positive thinking rather beating themselves up with negative self-talk. What happens when you start talking to yourself negatively? You react negatively. So start directing your thoughts. You can't control your thoughts and events and everything happening to you, can you? No. Channel your emotions. Your emotions come from your thoughts or a trigger. Trigger from someone pushing your buttons and and doing something you really hate like a pet peeve. Hmm. Interesting. And I hope you're following me here because I'm trying to help you understand both sides of the buyer-seller relationship. Because if you do understand what I'm talking about, you'll realize that emotions are merely the signals that tell us to pay attention to something. We can then decide whether or not that something is important and choose the best course of action in addressing it or not. Here's another thing to write down. There is no such thing in the world as a good or bad emotion. There's only good and a bad reaction to your emotions. Recently, and I'm going to share something personal with everybody. I've been going through something in my personal life that I've been trying to really figure out. And it's been the biggest conundrum I probably think that I've had over the years is anger. Anger can be a destructive emotion if you misdirect it and it hurts others or yourself in the process. But it can be a good emotion if you use it correctly to protect others around you. This is what usually happens when someone is extremely passionate about what they do or what they say or what they believe or they have a strong conviction about something. So let me ask you a question. What's using your life? It's a peculiar question, isn't it? Think about this for a second. We all behave, think, and act from a previous experience either we've been through personally or someone we know or heard about went through. If you agree with me, say yes, yes, out loud. I don't give a shit if you're in a car or in an office. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what's called a trigger. But if you learn how to channel your own emotion from whatever happens around you, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to react in a negative light if you're directing your thoughts in a positive manner. Correct? Yes, yes. If you need me to convince you a little bit more, one of the things I know about life that is always evolving and is always changing, and sometimes it changes for the better. Sometimes it changes for the worse. Sometimes we can control the changes. Oftentimes we can't. Those are called moving parts. From my experience in life, most people never, and I mean never, come back from setbacks and challenges when times get tough. The best and the worst things that's ever happened to me personally has typically came right after one after the other. Because I understand something about life is that if you wait long enough and you keep directing your thoughts to a positive way, good things will usually happen. So you have to be patient. But let me tell you a little secret that a lot of people don't mention to you about when the times get a little tough. Appreciate them and learn from them because that's where the opportunities for transformation live. Growth is hidden deep in pain. I'm speaking from experience here. 
That's where the work is, ladies and gentlemen. Adversity introduces a person to themselves. How you handle those times dictate your options in the future path of your life. So let me ask you a question. How emotionally intelligent are you? Are you serving your clients or are you selling them? Listen, we all know people who are in full control of their own emotions. They're calm in a crisis. They make other people actually lose it when it comes to a game time decision. No matter how stressful the situation may be for that person, but it's all about perception and reflection. And that reflection usually happens is what you value the most. People like this have a high emotional intelligence. They have strong relationships and they manage difficult situations calmly and effectively. They are also likely to be resilient in the face of adversity. Let me give you some tips to be able to work on before our next episode. Number one, examine your own habits and what you usually do in tough situations. Instead of focusing on what you want to change, turn your attention to the bad habit or habits that lead you to wanting to learn how to change yourself. Next, practice every freaking day. Every day that you wake up is a freaking blessing. Gratitude. Just be grateful. Be grateful you have another day to make things right. And this ties into what Wes Bays and I were talking about. Focus on self-reflection. This is difficult for most people. And I say most because not many people are able to sit down, hold themselves accountable, and ask themselves this question. Am I really improving? If not, what needs to change and then make that change. And how do you make that change? Surround yourself with good people that you can trust. Only put people in your life for a reason. I know people come into your life for reasons or lessons. I get it. I understand it. I truly understand this. But when you spend quality time with good people who you love, you develop a natural support system for your new habits, and you are able to rewrite your own emotional bullshit story, and it doesn't have to be bullshit, in a nurturing environment. Last but not least, if you want to learn how to change your life, you cannot stay in your own comfort zone. Learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You need to take risk until you get comfortable with those risks, then take more. The more push you put on yourself or the more resistance you put on yourself, the easier it will become to rewrite your own bullshit story or real story and transform your life to help others around you. This will help you understand emotional intelligence more than anybody else in the world, especially as a seller. If you're able to pick up on emotional patterns with your buyers, Will you be more effective as a seller? You answer that question. Everything I've covered so far deals with handling and directing emotions within yourself. Yes? But the whole point of developing emotional intelligence should ultimately be to foster healthier relationships in your own life. So how in the hell is this all going to make sense? How can I do this, Chris? 
Uh, I already know the questions. You can do this by connecting with your buyers, or if you're a buyer, connect with your seller and empathize on both sides. Listening to others and what they're trying to communicate, you'll have a full understanding of the motives and intentions of everybody involved. And if you're actually trying to work on establishing and building on relationships, ultimately, that is the way that we all define our own true values. So leaves me with the last little bit I'm going to share with you today. Learn how to infuse your emotions with your own true value. And I mean your core value. So in order to live the life you truly want to live and the people that you really want to work with, you have to first be clear about what you truly value because that's where your emotional energy will be directed. And knowing what you truly value, not just what you say you value, is probably most emotionally intelligent skill you can ever develop as a seller or a buyer. To truly make sense of everything I'm mentioning to you right now, control your meaning behind your emotions. To unspin the stories you tell yourself or tell others, we must come back to the simple truth. Feelings don't necessarily mean anything. They merely mean whatever you allow them to mean. If I'm able to teach you or you're able to learn how to become more emotional intelligent, the ability to decouple meaning from feeling to decide that just because you feel something, you know what? I'm going to cut the bullshit. Fuck your feelings. Sometimes good things will make you feel bad. Sometimes bad things will make you feel good. That doesn't change the fact that they are good or bad. Sometimes you will feel bad about feeling good about a bad thing that usually happens during a time when things are most stressful for you. So what did you learn in today's episode? I hope you learned that your feelings should not be ignored. Feelings are important, but they're only important for the reasons you think they are. I will say this bluntly. There is no meaning attached to feelings. Sometimes you hurt for a good reason. Sometimes you hurt for a bad reason. And sometimes there's no reason for it all. The hurt itself is neutral. The reason is separate. Find the meaning. That's up to you as a seller to discover the real meaning behind what people are saying to you. And the only way to do that is to be able to develop a skill set to become more emotional intelligent, to guide or push everyone in the right direction. Ask yourself these questions. Can you recognize your own emotions as you experience them? Do you lose your temper when you feel frustrated? Has anyone ever told you that you're a good listener or not? How do you normally calm yourself down when you're feeling anxious or upset? Is it hard for you to focus on something long term? Do you have a difficulty to move on from a difficult situation? Or when you felt frustrated or unhappy? Do you know your own strengths and weaknesses? How do you normally avoid conflict and negotiations? And I'll leave you with one more question that I typically ask every person 
that I'm working with. Do you normally find it difficult to read others' emotions? Remember, your values are constantly reflected in the way you choose to behave. So as always, ask yourself, how can you get a little bit better each day? That 1%. Until the next episode, keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Let's go win our day. Take care. Thank you for taking your time and listening to today's podcast of The Win-Win Effect. As a thank you for listening and tuning in, Chris is rewarding you with a placement course webinar with his team to point you in the right direction to massive success. In success, it's all about living a better quality of life. So at the very least, subscribe to the Win-Win Effect podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Feel free to share on your social media or simply tell a friend about it. Also, please rate and review the podcast. To find the free webinar and more information, please visit tcrconsultingagency.com.